If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Three, two, one. You know what I feel like doing? I feel like kicking back, relaxing, and getting comfy. Welcome to the Get Comfy Lowdown. I am your host, Kalo, as always, here to give you the lowdown. And we are here. We, <laughs> we've made it to the end of the season, and you knew this podcast was coming. I wanted to do the podcast after that uh, LA Rams game, but I decided to let my... Uh, my feelings stir a little bit. Let them, let them season, let them marinate because boy was the rest of the season a wild ride. I mean, we won versus the Cleveland Browns, arguably because they didn't have a bunch of their starters due to COVID. And then that game in new England was just classic New York jets fashion. But with all that being said, 2020 season is now behind us. And I think it's time to look forward, to look to the future of this franchise, which in some cases maybe seems like a bright spot. And I sure hope so, because I love my New York Jets and I'm here today to talk about the future and what this upcoming offseason holds and potentially what the draft could hold. And before we get into any sort of Jet related topics, I'd like to say thank you to everybody who is liking and sharing this podcast with anybody and everybody you know. Thank you for joining us on Get Comfy Gaming on Twitch. We stream every week for you guys. It's a very fun time. But now to get to the New York Jets, the 2021-22 New York Jets, and where I think this franchise is going. And, you know, the news broke this morning that Adam Gase has been fired as the head coach of the New York Jets, something that, you know, was written on the wall week eight, week seven, I, arguably going into this season. Um, I was never behind this Adam Gase hire. And, you know, there's going to be people, well, you've supported the team, blah, blah, blah. And I think I have to support my team if I love them that much. You know, um, I got to support the team no matter what. And, you know, the Johnsons have clearly screwed this franchise up to very, very deep cuts with the front office players and just culture. And that's what Joe Douglas wants to change the general manager. And I fully trust him. Um, it came out this morning that Joe Douglas is going to be the front runner on the head coach search. So I'm thankful for that. I think he has a good eye for everything football. Um, he's been around a lot of winning front offices from Ozzie Newsome up in Baltimore to the Philadelphia Eagles when they did their Super Bowl run, you know, that's what people overlook. And that's Joe Douglas is, you know, he's just there on a very bad team. And, you know, he only had one draft to fix things. And, 
you know, he was kind of there, the Quinn and Williams draft. And, you know, you really can't put that on him because that draft happened. McCagnan drafted that whole class and then Joe, and then they fired him. And then Joe Douglas came in and it was like, okay, deal with that. So he's going to be looking for a new head coach. I am looking forward to that. I'm going to run through some top options. I think we're going to go with um, some realistic ones. And then obviously there's those dream candidates. But uh, one for me that I really think is a solid, more than solid option is Brian Dable from the Buffalo Bills, who is the offensive coordinator for that team. You know, seeing what he has done with Josh Allen, a quarterback I thought really wouldn't make it that far in the league. And I've, I'm here to admit I was wrong about that. So he has one of the best offenses in the league. Um, they're going to the playoffs. And, you know, he made Josh Allen look like a potential NFL MVP. You know, that has a lot to say. And not only that, he's been around a team that actually builds around a quarterback. And, you know, we'll get into who I think we're going to be drafting and just all different types of scenarios. But more about Brian Dable. His offense right now is the second best passing offense, seventh total in offense and sixth total scoring per game. He's been around New England as well when they won their Super Bowls. I'd say, I think, five of them. Um, he's been around Alabama winning NCAA championships. And, you know, it's just that winning mentality. He actually did work for us under Eric Mangini's staff. So that's pretty cool. But um, seeing what Dable has done up in Buffalo with that offense, you know, it's worth noting. And, you know, going to the next season, who's to say that you know, this coach comes in, instills a whole new game plan and, uh, you know, they change the culture and that could be a lot that can be big for us. So uh, moving on to another candidate, I've kind of been hearing through the grapevine, Matt Campbell, the Iowa state head coach. He has kind of been, I don't know, connected to the jets for a couple weeks now. Um, he's done a lot for the Iowa state program. You know, he is a risky hire. He is. You know, the college coaches are always a risk. It's boom or bust, arguably. And, you know, that's where I worry with college coaches. You know, Matt Campbell, you can't really argue against what he's done with Iowa State. But, you know, college doesn't necessarily translate to NFL, you know, like verbatim. But, you know, I could be wrong. He'll be hired and he'll be like the next Matt Rule. You know, a guy I severely liked, but then we went with Adam Gase. But um, Arthur Smith from the Tennessee Titans, their offensive coordinator. Look at Derrick Henry. Look at Ryan Tannehill. That's all I got to say. You know, that offense has done marvelous things. Arguably, it's because they've built talent and, you know, having uh, <laughs> the rushing title holder is uh, it's big. Derrick Henry with a little over 2000 yards in this season. It's I just like Tennessee's offense and I see what they did and how far Ryan Tannehill has come as a quarterback. You know, that's big. Um, but moving on to another offense that I really like is uh, the Carolina Panthers offensive coordinator, Joe Brady. Um, he is under that tree of uh, Matt rule down there in Carolina. Uh, Joe Brady is doing great things with Teddy Bridgewater, Robbie Anderson. It hurts my heart to say that, but he made Robbie Anderson look like a top tier receiver in the league. And I'm not saying he is 100% compared to like Devontae Adams or Michael Thomas, but hey, 
Robbie Anderson had himself a year. Also with Christian McCaffrey, it's worth noting, you know, it's just it's just those guys in the uh, offensive coordinator positions. And I'm looking for a coach that has a good relationship with the quarterback because, you know, these past few years of Todd Bowles, of Adam Gase, you know, it's tough for me to vouch for a coach that, you know, is a guru that that word has forever been soiled for me. And I am not listening to Peyton Manning's recommendations ever because that's what got us into this mess. But um, moving on to the prime candidate, I'd say, to really, you know, headline the Jets search this season. Um, Eric Bieniemy, the Kansas City Chiefs offensive coordinator, he is the person that has really been the bread and butter behind Patrick Mahomes. Obviously, Andy Reid is the biggest part of that, but um, Eric Bieniemy has always been that head coaching candidate that has been very hot. It's a big prospect for him. And um, Andy Reid has said before, he is ready to be a head coach. I believe in him. I trust him. So that's high praise coming from one of the best coaches in the league and coming from one of the best teams in the league. Look at that Kansas City Chiefs offense. You know what I'm talking about. I just need to say Patrick Mahomes, Tariq Hill, Travis Kelsey, all that fun stuff. Not going to say that they're going to have that same offense, but, you know, it'd be nice to have something close. I mean, I'll take anything at this point with the way our team performed. Um, A big update coming out of this morning's news is that the Colts defensive coordinator, Matt Eberfluss, I think that's his name. I could be wrong. Um was requested to be interviewed. Um, Arthur Smith and Eric Bieniemy were also requested by the New York Jets. So that's something worth noting. Um, you know, the Colts defense is one of the top in the league, and it'd be hard to ignore that as well. Now, moving on from head coach, because I feel like the head coach is coming first, and then everything else will follow. Um, on to the topic that I think is one of the hardest things for me to talk about, primarily because of my stance on this. Um, It changes day by day, but looking at that New England game and just how everything turned out, um, I'm going to be talking about Sam Darnold and what the Jets should do moving forward. Um, Let's just say this year, putting under a microscope, you know, the flashes, the flashes is always the thing with Sam Darnold. He shows flashes, you know, what if? He had people around him. And to that, I'd say, you know, we've seen that happen with Baker Mayfield when he played us. He had nobody around him and look how bad he played. But even then, he had a chance to win that game. With Sam Darnold, I'm seeing plays that shouldn't be happening in a bad way. Like, why take the sack? Throw it away. You know, don't force that ball. And to me, he's kind of he is a leader and he's trying to put it on his shoulders and he's trying to do too much. And that's no fault to him. He's a player. He's a baller. Like he wants to go out there and win. He said he wants to be a jet for life. You know, something that Jamal Adams couldn't really say. I mean, he did, but he didn't mean it, but Sam Darnold doesn't really, I don't know. He doesn't seem like he's the answer moving forward. Um, he could very well go to a team like the 49ers, like the Saints, like the Steelers and thrive. And that's because those teams have stuff around the quarterback. That's what it boils down to. And, you know, this also has an effect on who I say we're going to be drafting moving forward. But 
talking about Sam Darnold, I feel like once we hire a head coach, it's up to them, the head coach and the GM to decide, hey, like, what are we going to do? Um, it's good that, you know, Joe Douglas has been here this whole season, seeing Sam Darnold play, seeing him practice, and he can kind of give the head coach an idea of what he's working with here. And then if they feel like that's the proper way to go to keep Sam and kind of see what we're doing in the draft, then, hey, that's what they got to do. But for me personally, as much as it hurts, you know, it we got to move on. I feel like that question was already answered whenever we had the number one pick locked up. But, um, you know, with Trevor Lawrence being out of our hands and for people saying that Jacksonville, they're not going to draft Trevor Lawrence and they're going to draft Justin Fields to that. I say why. But getting back to Sam Darnold, trade him in the offseason, get a second, third round pick. I don't know. I don't know his value. That's the problem. Normally, I'd say this is his value. Get this for him and we'll be fine. But we'll also see what joe douglas did with jamal adams and all the haul he got who's to say that we can't get a second and third for sam you know that's it's just the the art of the negotiation here and um yeah it sucks you know i highly wish like my dream scenario would be to take that two pick dangle it in front of somebody like the falcons who need a quarterback for the future they'll move up and take fields we'll move back i think they're like five or something in the draft and you know we can build around Sam, but it doesn't, it doesn't seem like that's the, uh, that's the way our franchise and that's the way the whole NFL is headed. Um, I would like to take note that, you know, I have been a big Sam Darnold supporter. Um, and it hurts to say, because, you know, who's to say that he doesn't go to one of these teams and becomes, like a good quarterback, you know, like a Ben Roethlisberger or something. That's always what I thought he would pan out to be. And the Jets will look like fools if they draft like a Zach Wilson. And then he just absolutely sucks. Not hoping for that, but we'll look like fools. It's the most New York Jet thing to happen. But I'm looking at the draft order. Um, I guess we'll move on to the draft. Um, We'll do like a whole mock draft. You know, I got some some people that want to be on the podcast to talk football, talk the draft, talk other teams in the league. But the Falcons are sitting at pick four. They need a quarterback. That could be a potential place to uh, swap picks because that's really just swapping behind Miami at three who don't need a quarterback. So who's to say the Falcons give up that number four pick and they'll say a second or a third. That's more picks for us to build around. And we can still get like a Zach Wilson or somebody at least. Or if Miami decides to trade out, who knows? But um, let's just say right now the Jets are not trading out of the number two spot. They are staying locked in. And, you know, I'll do the first two round picks or the first round picks. Uh, the second pick, and I think the way Seattle's pick is set up, they are at at least how it stands right now. Um, they're just behind the Baltimore Ravens. So that's where Seattle stands. Um for the number two overall pick in the NFL draft, I think the New York Jets are going to be going with, drum roll, Zach Wilson. I feel like, you know, the writing on the wall is there with Sam Darnold. He will be traded this offseason. I think it's time, especially with the new head coach, I think it's time that we stop kidding ourselves and start saying, you know what? 
we need to rebuild. Sam hasn't shown us enough to warrant an extension on his contract. You know, you could keep him around, you know, and draft that quarterback still, but it'll, it'll just be lost goods, damaged goods at that point because there's no trade value in Sam then. If we keep him around, he could just somehow turn into something great next season, but I highly doubt that. So Zach Wilson will be the pick. At least that's what I think. You know, we could go Sewell from Oregon, but see, this is where it gets tricky because I'm saying draft Zach Wilson. And a lot of Jets fans are saying that. Uh, At least that's what I gather. And seeing Justin Fields perform in the Sugar Bowl, it was something. It was something else, but something about seeing Justin Fields play. I don't know. I'm, I'm just not sold on him yet. And I was always sold on Trevor Lawrence because, you know, that's what I built my whole season around was Trevor Lawrence. So maybe he does good in the upcoming game against Alabama and Justin Fields, I'm saying. And maybe that'll turn me. Maybe that'll get me hooked on uh, Justin Fields at two. But as of right now, I'm thinking Zach Wilson but I must really reiterate something. Drafting a quarterback doesn't fix all of our problems. Drafting Zach Wilson will not get us to eight and eight, will not get us to nine and seven, or at least in contention for the AFC East. It won't because Zach Wilson will be in the same spot. Sam Darnold was in with nobody around him. Now that's saying, you know, before going into the off season, who do we sign some free agents, uh, Joe Tooney from the New England Patriots, an offensive lineman. I think that's a good pickup. Allen Robinson from the Bears. Please give me him. Um, that'll be a nice receiving core with Allen Robinson, Denzel Mims, and I'm hoping we bring back Jameson Crowder. But um, yeah, it, it just, you can't put this all on the quarterback we take, regardless of where we stand in the draft. You can't, because they can't fix it. Deshaun Watson is playing at an elite level on the Houston Texans, yet that team stinks. They're not making the playoffs, but Deshaun Watson's doing really good at quarterback. It just shows you that you need to build a team. This is a team sport. That's just what I feel. But um, this will be huge this offseason for the Jets moving forward and arguably the next 10 to 15 years, you know? We lost out on Trevor Lawrence, potentially. Um, I say potentially. He's going number one. Let's stop kidding ourselves. But I just kind of wanted to do this um, State of the Union address for my New York Jets. Um, I love my team, you know, through thick and thin. I'm still a fan. And seeing us go 2-13, and whatever it may be, it hurts. It sucks. You know, seeing other teams just has have success like the Bills, a team that I was like, oh, there's no way they're going to win with Josh Allen, but they're winning with Josh Allen. So I don't know. Maybe our Josh Allen moments coming in this upcoming draft. You know, maybe we hit on a few players, maybe some more players emerge. It'll be nice to see. But um, as of right now, and I just got a notification that New York has requested to interview Dable. So good. Good for us. But um, that's about it. We'll be doing an NFL mock draft in the next coming weeks between now and the draft. Um, if there's any sort of news developing around the Jets, you know, free agency, head coaching news, I'll try to cover it. You know, I'm 
trying to cover all my bases here, but always talking about the New York Jets is fun. But that about does it here for the Get Comfy Lowdown. I hope you guys enjoyed. This show goes live every Wednesday morning. We got the Get Comfy Game Break every Friday morning. We got Get Comfy Gaming over the weekend. You might want to go check that out on Twitch. Go search up Get Comfy Gaming on Twitch. And of course, on Sunday, we got the Get Comfy Podcast, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on all major listening platforms like iTunes, Spotify, and of course, the Believe Podcast Network. But you know what? We'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.